This episode of podcast is brought to you by sitting down to write out your will, only to find out you've been dead for 10 years and should have gone with a day planner instead. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Roll the Credits, the podcast, the only podcast that happens to be witches. I'm Zach. And I'm Frank. And today we are here to talk about You Won't Be Alone. And... Let me just say, this movie was horribly mismarketed. Like, god-awfully. Like, I, I watched this movie twice now, and I ended up, like, watching the trailer after the second time just to be like, what was this, like, billed as? And it was probably billed as a witch it, movie. It's, it's built, yes. It's a horror billed, film. It's billed almost as, like, the witch. Right. And it was grossly not that. Yeah. Um, but I do think that this movie is, like, something a little on the special side. I, I like this film. I don't know about you. We'll get into it. Don't even say a word. Anyways, You Won't Be Alone came out in 2022. It was directed by... I'm going to butcher all these names, by the way. Uh, Garen Stolveski. Stolveski. Yeah, that'll work. You have... Your main characters are Sarah Kilmoska, who plays Nirvana Number 1. Because we'll get into that. You have Numi Rapes... Rapace, Numi Rapace. Yeah, Numi Rapace, thank you. Um, who plays Nirvana n- number two. Carlotto Coda, who plays Nirvana number three. Alice Inglet, who plays Nirvana number four. Felix Maritad, who plays Jovin, like her husband, like at towards like the later portion of the story. And then Anna Marie Marinza, who plays Maria, aka the Wolf Eatress. And that's your main cast. And if you don't know what this film is about, because you probably watched the trailer too and have no idea, uh, the movie is in an isolated mountain village in the 19th century Macedonia, a young girl is kidnapped and then transformed into a witch by an ancient spirit. And that's not really what the movie's about. (laughs) (laughs) The movie in itself is a woman discovering herself. Yeah. And I I think it's done in a very different way absolutely that i think i i really enjoyed it where it's like when you get into the story of like novena herself like just experiencing life in different forms and different bodies i think it's a very beautiful way of like counterbalancing like what people think of like as they go through life yeah so how'd you think what'd you think i liked it yeah right it's very good mm-hmm. um it's emotional Mm -hmm. it's uh quiet yes it's very subtle uh gentle Mm -hmm. um and a very unique take on a witch movie yes uh because i wouldn't necessarily call it a witch film um there's a witch in it yeah who is the catalyst of everything that kind of happens to your main character but uh she's there's a it's a kind of a weird um like she's in it but she's not in it really yeah she kind of always just shows up during these kind of key moments of our main characters kind of like revelations going through body to body um and that's kind of my only con with the film is that i do i did start finding this film very very repetitive like there are Mm -hmm. other movies that i've seen that are kind of like in this similar vein where a character is doing something and then another character comes and just kind of like 
goes there, talks to them, and then leaves, and yeah. then like twenty minutes go by, and then they come back, and then you know that type of movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it sort of is similar to like the Seventh Seal. Yes, uh, where like death just kind of like shows up, and then he's gone. Yeah, and then he comes back, and then he shows up, and then and and so on and so forth. Uh, and that's kind of my only con to the film. I I think that the movie for the story that is being told probably could have been trimmed down a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, and and it would have maybe instead of going into so many bodies. Um, maybe just whittling it down to like three and then, cause like we end up going into animals and, yeah. uh, well, barely we're in a dog just to see like guys jerk off in the woods, which is weird. Um, <laughs> yeah. but like, there's like, you know, there's just like things that, that are, that are happening that I think could have maybe been whittled down a little bit to make the, the, the pacing of the story a little bit more, um, uh, just better for a viewing experience just because yeah. again, once we like, especially towards the latter half of the film, I mean, it starts to get a little tedious. Yes, I mean, I'm just like okay, like I get it. Like we're we're going into a body, and then she's gonna experience the life, and mm-hmm. then she's gonna leave that body and go into another body, and it's just like this constant thing that's always happening. Yeah. So like the first time that I watched this around, like I thought this movie felt like four hours long. Yeah. Like, I, like I, and I can absolutely it, understand it, why. It's only an hour and like forty minutes, but it feels like it's like three hours long, and yeah. that's just because of like the way that the movie is paced. Also, like, the first time around, too, I got very confused on, like, where we were at, like, body-wise. Like, that whole, like, towards, like, the last, like, 30 minutes of the film where we get the backstory of Maria, where it's, like, she becomes a witch and then she's, like, burnt alive. Yeah. And then she just walks it off because yeah. she's a witch. Like, completely went over my head. Like, I was like, wait, w- how did Navenna become this? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't understand. So, I was very confused. This time, I got, like, a little bit more clarity with it. Um, the biggest con that I had for this film... And, and everything else is, like, very, very small, minor things. Um, the biggest one is, like, I feel like there's not enough substance between the wolf, Etris, Maria, and Navenna to kind of, like, justify, like, their relationship in the film. Because it's very much, like, the first, like, 15 minutes you understand the backstory of, like, why she's going after Navenna. And then after that, when, like, she's more of an adult and it's like, oh, I killed your mom. Come in with me now. Now you're a witch. Now you serve, like, you serve me, and then after, like, five minutes, it's like, oh, you don't get life because you've been in a cave for, like, 15 years. I'm done with you. Get out of here. It's but not, then, it's and not then quite five well, minutes. No. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> if it, it's kind of, like, in that, it's, like, five to ten minutes of, like, <laughs> actual watching it of, like, oh, okay, this is it. And then it's, like, she just keeps coming back. And it's, like, I wish that there was, like, something, because, like, at one point you have where it's, like, Maria actually, like, smiles at her when, like, she's discovering rain. And I'm, like, I'm almost, like, I'm wishing there was, like, some kind of, like, moment where it's, like, they share together. Yeah. That, like, justifies, like, oh, why she keeps coming back other than just, like, jealousy that Navenna is experiencing life in these different bodies rather than surviving. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's It's... It's a weird uh, premise mm-hmm. that I I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. I, I I do kind of feel like there is a justification to their relationship only because I I think that so all right so let's like kind of unpack <laughs> yeah. what happens in the beginning right mm-hmm. so you have an you have the mother the real yes. mom and you have your main character who's a baby mm-hmm. at the at, at the portion of the, at the beginning of the movie and uh. She ends up bringing bringing the child into into like the house, and then long story short, the witch is there, 
and uh, she sees her, and basically she cuts her tongue. Mm-hmm. So that's why the movie is basically it's almost a silent film. Like yes. there's such sparse dialogue throughout yeah. the throughout the majority of this film, uh, and. The which is basically the the mother basically says that I'll give you you know like please let me have her until she's at least sixteen years old mm-hmm. and uh, let me just like live with her and it, like you know like I want I want her I want to raise her and then it kind of turns into the witch says okay fine I'll be back when she's sixteen yeah and uh, the mom immediately just puts uh, Yovana in the cave and just that's how she lives for the yeah. next 16 years which is interesting because it's like she's like oh this is a holy place like she can't step foot in there right but obviously she can step foot in there right yeah and but like the whole it's it's again yeah. it's, there, there's an idea of religion and yes because this and, is all based on like a Macedonian like folklore right barely I guess I, I, I watched the director uh mm. and he was just kind of like yeah it's kind of like sort of based on it but I I pretty much made up everything except for the fact that there's a a, a a witch a witch basically they're like yeah. there's, there's like a witch in this mo- in, in like in their culture um yeah that they believe like oh can shapeshift yeah but other like, than that he's like i just made up everything else so i was like <laughs> cool mm-hmm. um which is great mm-hmm. and like that's why it's such a unique and interesting story um so there's this kind of like interesting dynamic that happens though with the mother and the child because there's the mom is essentially sheltering her from from life yes. and 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 because she's scared mm-hmm. right and she's scared of the witch because she's like the witch is going to come and kill you or take you away from me yeah um and you know because i guess they, they kind of made an agreement like she can be your servant so mm-hmm. uh she's like you know she's going to take you away from me so then when the witch actually does show up and kills the mom shows up as the mother mm-hmm. and then takes her out of the cave and then they have that moment of she takes the organs out and then it reveals that she's her and now yovana is experiencing life yes which i think is a beautiful scene oh yeah it's very very pretty and beautiful and emotional um and there's just like i i I just really enjoyed how it's like oh your mom is protecting you from this witch Mm -hmm. and and has prevented you from seeing the world and experiencing life then meanwhile the witch comes in and is the and is actually the reason why you have these experiences and why. So the thing that your mother was protecting you from is actually the thing that, that she was taking away from you. Yeah. Because now the witch shows up and now the witch is, you know, now, now she's having all of these life experiences and is able to experience life in such a unique and interesting way. So when she is like going off and disappearing and coming back, I don't know. I think that there's kind of like this tether between them that mm-hmm. that is always going to be there now. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely like a jealousy portion of it, I feel like, because it's like Maria never really got to do that where she never got a husband. She never got like married really other than like that weird, creepy backstory with her um, and then became a witch. And then like she just kind of because she's so burnt and scarred, like she just wanders the earth. Yeah. Whereas Navenna is like younger and like ready to experience things. Yeah. And that's where like I found like second time around watching this, I found this like very, very beautiful where it's like, you know, she starts off with, um, how do you pronounce her name? Numi? Numi Rapace. Yes. Yeah. Which I think is weird too. Cause like she's not even like, 
She's she's definitely the most famous actress. She's top in, build and she's top build in this cast. Yes. Meanwhile, she's in it for like maybe fifteen minutes. Yes. And it's like she's not even like but the I, first they, version they of must, it. They must have done that because of just – it's like, oh, exactly. She's the most famous, so yeah. we want to get, you know, asses in seats here. So yes. people are going to be like, oh, you know, we'll we'll, 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 uh, we'll top bill her so that, that, you know, people know her face and then mm-hmm. it'll get asses in seats, which is kind of annoying. But, I mean, it's something that they've done always. It's something yes. that's always been done. Um, and – I will say that I think that Numi Rapace is incredible in the film mm-hmm. when she's there. I oh, mean, yeah. she's so good. Uh, and I was I was I was slightly confused because I looked up on IMDB before watching the movie who was in it and I mm-hmm. saw that Numi Rapace was like number one and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, you're like, Oh, she's actually like the main star of this. Yeah, film. and I thought that she was playing um the, the mom in the mm-hmm. beginning. And I was like, Wow, I was like they like did makeup on yeah, her. Like that, that, that doesn't look like her at all. Like that's crazy. Uh, and then obviously the mom is well, again, I was only in the movie for maybe 15 minutes until, mm-hmm. until, uh, until the witch shows up. Um, and, and then you, it's like, okay. And then she ends up finding Numi and it's like, oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Now that's her. Now we're in it. And then Numi is gone within the next, whatever, 10, mm-hmm. 15 minutes later. And then she's on to the next body. I know. Like it's literally, it was, it was a little weird. Cause it's like, oh, okay. Like you just threw her in just to yeah. have like a big name. But there is but- something interesting because the I think it was kind of like an interesting tactic, and I don't know if it was done on purpose or or not. But the whole the whole idea of not really being able to have your main character talk, mm-hmm. um, I I really liked that. Yeah, it's it's interesting because you're then allowed. I think honestly, one of the main reasons as well as to why Numi was brought on was because of her face, mm-hmm. and she's got such a distinct and unique look, and she's such a good. Um, actress when it comes to portraying facial expressions and conveying emotions through facial uh, facial expressions yeah and not having your main character your main character being able to talk is good because you can then hire all of these different actors and actresses who don't speak the same language mm-hmm. so you can literally just hire based on looks at that point mm-hmm. and and do, you don't have to worry about oh they have to learn a new dialect or a new or a new um or you know be able to speak a certain type of language because it doesn't matter. Yeah. So they they hired all these different actors from all these different countries mm-hmm. that that don't speak the same language, and they were able to do that because the lead character doesn't speak. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a really cool thing. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun with that. Um, I did enjoy the fact where it's like the idea of like Navena like changing bodies and like going in different forms. Like you know you see like when she's in Numi's body where it's like okay like she's experiencing like the hardships of women during that time yeah where it's like they're basically just there to like feed and clothe Mm -hmm. the men and then going into like the i forgot his name like the joven or something like that like the the younger guy um and that raped her uh kind of yes which is that was another problem yeah (laughs) there was a a lot of like there was they touched on rape a lot in this film yeah and like it was kind of weird to me that uh so she's she's raped um, twice. Yeah, twice. Once while she's sleeping in bed, and then she kills the guy, and yeah. then she just kills him, and that was it. And mm-hmm. then again by that guy. Yes. Uh, and then I guess if you want to say a third time from like when he's the guy when right. the girl comes yeah, on yeah, him, yeah. but uh, he liked that one. It so. was different. Um. So it's I don't know. Like that was a kind of a weird moment for me where it's mm-hmm. like. I'm watching this guy who was trying to initially rape her, and now now we're experiencing his life, and we're trying to almost make him 
like we're we're tr- we're trying to like him now like mm-hmm. we're like and it just like i don't know it puts a bad taste in your mouth of like see i, I didn't see it like that i see it, I, I saw it as like what she's doing in his body now like how she's living and learning what it's like to be a man during that yeah time. i mean it's always it's always going to be through her mm-hmm. but like i just wish it wasn't that case because i'm still looking at the face of yes. the guy who was trying to rape her yeah and it just again it just always kind of puts a bad taste in your mouth where it's like every time i look at you i just imagine you being a rapist mm-hmm. <laughs> although it is it is you know not you in that body anymore i yeah. don't know it's a weird kind of dynamic there i know but then you get like this like progression of like Novena realizing like her sexuality and like what she likes and like what her love language is cuz it's like that first time was like the rape and she killed him the second time was like a little bit more gentler but then it turned into kind of a rape and then she killed him. And then the third time as the guy, like it kind of just became like sex. And then the fourth time, which I think is like the best version of oh, it. Yeah. When, when you're at the point where it's like, she's the guy and then sees that the little girl like fell off the, the rock and died. Yeah. And then like takes, like takes her skin and like becomes the little girl and then just lives a normal life through the girl and I thought that was great because like there is that line of like, oh, this is what it could have been like. Yeah. And I thought that was beautiful where it's like she gets to experience childhood finally. Yeah. And then you get a really cool transition of like her like just kind of like twirling on the swing and like spinning around. I mean, and she's like older. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> older. Like yeah. 20 years now. Yeah. She's older. Um, And then, you know, she meets like the actual husband, Joven. Yeah. And like. They have like actual consensual sex of like, okay, this is what like it's like to actually have sex and like enjoy it. Yeah. And it's like this journey of her like becoming like okay with her sexuality. Yeah. It's uh it's beautiful. Mm. Um it's it's definitely a strange film. It's yeah. it's definitely a strange because the movie uh, and like it, we're saying how beautiful and how and how like because it is right. The cinematography mm-hmm. is incredible. Yes. The, the shots are so pretty. I love the little the, the more square um, aspect mm-hmm. ratio that they chose because it kind of gives you this intimacy. But then also it gives you this um, it's like not perfectly square. So there's kind of like this weird visual thing that happens where when we're up close because there are so many yes. moments of just being so close to your character's face and and the camera movements are erratic. Uh, and, and, and it really gives you that sense of intimacy, but then there are these far shots where your characters look so small mm-hmm. and you're just looking at these giant mountains or whatever it may be. And it, it so like the, the aspect ratio, I think really, there's something about like when you're, when you're, when they're shooting in a regular, like 16 by nine aspect ratio that like most films are shot in, they're never as intimate. Mm-hmm. As I think something like this is like I look at films like a ghost story yeah. or a movie like this or the lighthouse mm-hmm. and where, where when those when that aspect ratio is so much smaller, it really embodies like the, the, the form of intimacy that when you're shooting in that 16 by nine, it just doesn't like, yeah. even even if the camera is pushed directly up in front of you like it, there's just that like this is a film. This is a movie. While this film doesn't feel like a movie, it's weird. It like yeah, it, it almost feels like a documentary esque thing. Sort of like it, it, the way that it's filmed is just so intimate, and it's mm-hmm. just like every shot is so beautiful, and the score is incredible. Oh yeah, the the music in this film is like so like gorgeous to just listen to. Where it's like it's just it's mostly like harps and like yeah. lighter toned music, where it's like it just feels like very nature esque. 
Yeah. And there are like two scenes where it's like I really enjoyed the fact of like how the aspect ratio was where it's like in the beginning, like the first shot with like the cat just running across like the uh, like in the foreground and then in the background you had all the cows and like the yeah. like the herders in there and it's like it's just a, a nice like quiet shot where it's like you could just be laying in the field and look over and that's what you see yeah and then like when she's the guy and she looks out over the mountain and like they're so high up that the clouds are underneath them yeah and i was like that's a nice shot that's <laughs> how you get a shot in. <laughs> yeah it's really beautiful mm-hmm. uh there's just so much about the film that is just so gorgeous and uh and it's definitely a sh- like it, it, it's so and I, the whole point of what i was saying was i know that we're talking about this movie and how beautiful it is and all that but this movie is also very gory yes like, there when is it a wants lot to be. of blood yeah and when they do show it i mean they really go for mm-hmm. it i mean you're watching organs getting ripped out mm-hmm. and and animals getting gutted and like watching the um the witches like suck the blood out mm-hmm. of the carcass of the body and all all of this stuff is like really really nasty yeah and and that's like the not beautiful element of 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 the of the movie but and that's probably how they fucking uh got uh, it to marketed be kind of, yeah the movie was like all this blood and guts and well that's and the horror. thing is like it's it, it's billed as a horror slash drama film yeah, this is like this is like the to, least amount of horror yeah, that yeah. It to call this been. a horror film is like such a stretch yes. like you are really really grasping at straws yes. in the, order to call this a horror film only because of the gore and the only reason why i came across this film too is because like i saw a trailer for it and i saw it was like oh it's like it's billed as a horror film yeah and then on like my 31 days of like horror movies for october like it was one of the ones and i watched it and i was like I was disappointed because I was like, this is not a horror movie. No, yeah, this but, is this is the most like yeah. beautiful like, <laughs> like quaint <laughs> film. Like call me like, by the, your name. Exactly. Like, that was that was what I was thinking where it's like it's kind of like a nothing story. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's gorgeous to look at. And then I I was disappointed in it because I was like, this is not what I was coming in for. But then I was like, this is something though. Like if I watch this again, this can be something. Yeah. And I think that's where it's like watching this a second time around like got me a little bit more. Yeah. Where it's like I, I really felt like this story like mattered. It does. And I, I, I don't think that this is going to go over very well to anybody. Like I think this is going to stay like an indie niche kind of film. Oh, because yeah. it's, it's billed weird and like nobody's going to hear about it. And the billing of the trailer makes it look too much like The Witch, which people will be turned off by the fact that it's like, oh, it's just a copy of The Witch. And it's not. No, not it's, at it's all. very It's a very different witch story. Right. That's barely a witch story in itself. Yeah. It feels like an A24 film, though. Sort of, yeah. Like, it could have been picked up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, And, I mean, it did get an American distribu- like dis- uh, distribution, so weird. Mm-hmm. Um, And... I don't know, like, it, it's it's definitely not uh, your typical witch film, and it's definitely not going to be, like, I can I can really see people within the first 15 minutes just shutting this off. Yeah. And just being like, no, this is not for me, mm-hmm. obviously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because it's so, I mean, it's slow, and, yes. like, there's no other way of saying it. This movie is a slow, and, like, I wouldn't, mm-hmm. I, I know that when you were first kind of telling me about it, you were like, oh, it's, it's a slow burn. Mm-hmm. This isn't a slow burn, because <laughs> the end, like, it's not like it leads to this, 
like horror, mm-hmm. like witch thing that happens. It, it, it's not like like the witch, right? Yeah. It's not like the witch where where we get to the ending of the movie, the last fifteen minutes, and there's Black Philip and he mm-hmm. kills it, and everybody kills at one another. Like that's not what this movie is. It's yeah. this is not a slow burn. This is just a slow movie. Mm. Um, and I mean the payoff is beautiful though. Yeah. That's and that's the difference, right? Like it's not this horrific, scary ending of a movie. It's actually quite a beautiful ending. Yeah, because when you get it to the point where it's like Navenna's like the last portion of herself, really, and like Joven has been killed and she has the baby finally, and the witch shows up again, just like in the beginning of the film. Yeah. And the witch like marks her to become a witch, and she well, basically she kills her. And Navenna saves her by murdering the cow, drinking the blood, and spitting it into her mouth yeah. to save her. And then you have it where it's like, Maria the witch is like, why was it so easy for you to do this? And then you have Navenna killing Maria to finally end it of like her always being tethered to her and always following her and always trying to like, Rem, like make her realize that she's a witch and she'll never be able to lead a normal life. Yeah. And now it's like, no, she's broken that cycle and she can lead that normal life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what it is. It's it's a it's a very very intimate, um, coming of age story. It's what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's very very again, it's soft. There's not a lot of dialogue in the film. I mean, most of the movie is is based on action. So mm-hmm. it's just characters doing things. And uh and I can imagine audience general audiences just shutting this off. Yeah. Um and I I think it's, you know, I think if you really kind of give yourself to this film and, and you sit down and you just and you know that it's not a fucking horror movie and you know mm-hmm. that it's it's while it's got some very very minor horror elements um but in reality it's really just a story about a woman and and her experiencing life um, and that's like one thing that I also found, um, kind of, I don't know, like there's, th- th- I think some actors did it a little bit better than others, mm-hmm. um, with like the whole idea of her experiencing all these things for the first time. And there's sort of like this childlike wonder, yeah. but also she's a witch. Mm-hmm. So like, there's gotta be like that element of, 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 um, of like, her at any moment she could be kind of like erratic and mm-hmm. and 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 whatnot but then she's also just having like these childlike wonders and moments so like what well, i think i think, I think the guy when mm-hmm. when he when he ends up getting um sort of raped by that girl like that actor i don't think really pulled it off that well mm-hmm. to me he felt a little too like relaxed with it n- not even relaxed like i feel like he was going overboard with mm-hmm. like the childlike wonder where it almost mm-hmm. like he almost seems stupid yeah and and like I don't think that he pulled it off nearly as well as like Anumi Rapace did, where she I found her to she had like that perfect balance mm-hmm. of of like wonderment, but also like intrigue, but also intellect at the same time, and then also her she, we us knowing that she is a witch. Yeah. So well, like I think all Sarah ba- like the first one did like oh a, yeah the, yeah she's great yeah yeah a really good job too because like you really like especially too when she gets to the point of like oh I'm gonna become the guy and it's like she's like sniffing him and looking at him, but she's still like. A child, basically. Yeah, yeah. But she's got the claws out, so right, it's like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. I almost wish that um, there was kind of like this element, too, of every time that she she transitioned into a body, her hands, the black nails stayed, mm. you know? Like, yeah. I thought that that could have been like a cool thing where it's like she's experiencing all of these things. 
um, through these bodies, but that element of her is never gone away and, mm-hmm. and it never will go away. So like I would, re- I think that would have maybe been a cool, like little um, moment of just like every body that she goes into, they always have like the long black fingernails. Either that or like after a certain point, if she hasn't drinking blood, then it, like, like comes they come out. back. Yeah, yeah. Something right. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, it kind of links you back to mm-hmm. the idea of the witch because there are moments of like, you kind of forget that she's a witch. Yeah. And I think that if they kind of just incorporated a little bit more of, of like keeping you in, in that whole reality of like, wait a minute, guys, don't forget that she is a witch. Mm-hmm. Um, it could have been a little bit more interesting, but um, I mean, overall it's a very beautiful movie. Yeah. Um, and it's a movie that I probably never would have seen cause I never knew about it. Um, so ha, I got you on this one. It was good. It was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, definitely not for everybody. I no. think that general audiences and most people would actually find this film extremely boring. Mm-hmm. Um, which is unfortunate. Yeah, no, it is something to be like. It, it's not a horror film, but it is something to watch. I think it, it definitely has like a beautiful story to tell, with a ten percent chance of a horror <laughs> portion yeah, it's to very, it. Very, 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 very not uh, a horror movie at all. Eight organs out of ten. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach, you have a recommendation? I do, and it kind of goes along with nature. Um, Frank, I'm a lord now, and I'd like to be treated as did such. It? Did you get that as a gift? No, I, I bought it myself. <laughs> oh, no. I am a That's, lord you're now. You're the worst type of person. Fuck you. <laughs> I can do what I want because I'm a lord now. Okay. Um, so there is a website called Established Titles that if you go on to, um, at first, like most people might think like, oh, it's bullshit because it's like the idea that like, oh, you pay this amount of money and like you become a lord in Scotland. Right. Or a lady. Um, however... The main thing that kind of, like, drew me into it was the fact that, like, there is this nature element to, like, preserve land there. And I liked that idea. Yeah, where you it's get, like, like, one square foot, right? You get one square foot. Um, it's also not that bad right now. There is a Black Friday deal going on where, like, it cuts it down from, like, $200 to, like, $50. Um, that seems like quite a... Well, it's a steal. <laughs> yeah, that's quite a lot of... Well, uh... whatever. It's a steal. Um, but anyways, like, the idea that, like, you know... You buy this one square foot of land and like you technically own that land. So it's like they can't build anything on top of that. They can't like um, destroy it and like put some type of building there. And then they plant trees, right? They also for every person that buys it, they're planting one tree in that Scotland area. So it's a really creative way to be like, okay, you're getting something kind of cool where it's like you can be called like a lord or a lady now. But also, it's an interesting way to, like, preserve land there and make sure, like, that the natural, like, ecosystem is not being disturbed. Yeah. And that's what I really liked about that. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and, and do it. Do Save, it. Do, just do it. Become a lord and a lady. 50 bucks, you can um, become a lord or a lady. I think I can write this off on my taxes because I own land now. That is technically true. Mm. It, but I don't know about it. It's in another country. I don't know how that works. I don't works. know how that works. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully I can get a thousand dollars on my rebate. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Fifty dollar name and mm-hmm. uh, and a thousand dollars in <laughs> yeah. taxes. Not too bad. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So established titles. All Frank, right. What are we doing next? Um, something sort of exciting happened mm-hmm. uh, to me. Uh, I was able to sneak on. No, not sneak <laughs> on. But I managed to get on to a proper movie set. Um, and shoot a bunch of behind-the-scenes footage for it. Uh, I did some some photography work there, um, and I was actually on a real-life movie set, and I watched a real movie get made from start to finish. Mm. Um, so we're going to talk about my experience and how that all came to be. 
Uh, so Zach, without further ado, take us out. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Now, Frank, I didn't know it could be like this.